Chapter 4 So? Rachel demanded. What was it? How did you get trapped? I'll bet I know, Marco said, grinning sardonically, which is the only way he knows how to grin. Jake checked in, but he couldn't check out. I nodded. Roach Motel. I walked into a stupid roach motel. I ran right onto the sticky paper, and man, I could not move. Very frustrating. You know, you could do commercials for the Roach Motel Company, Marco suggested. Take it from me, Roach Boy. These things really work. It was later in the day, and we were in Cassie's barn. Rachel, Marco, Tobias, Cassie, and me. As usual, the place was filled with wire cages, and the cages were filled with animals. Rabbits, foxes, baby deer, eagles, possums, morning doves, all of them injured or sick. Some of them feisty and ready to be released. We were lounging around on bales of hay and piles of feed sacks. All except Tobias, who was up in the rafters high overhead, and Cassie, who was feeding some of the animals. Everyone seemed to think my roach experiment was funny. Except for Cassie. Cassie was the only one not smiling. She was giving me a very disapproving look. Jake, you of all people should know better. She was right. I knew she was right. But that just made me stubborn. Look, I was trying out the morph to see if it would be good for us to use. Cassie totally did not buy my argument. She put down the bucket she was carrying. She took off her heavy work gloves. She came over and stood about a foot from me. Then she stuck her finger in my face. Uh-oh, Marco said in a loud whisper. Jake's in trouble. Big time, Rachel agreed. Jake, Cassie said. Don't ever do that again. Now, you are sort of the one in charge, but I am telling you, don't ever do that again. Don't ever try some new morph without one of us there. Do you understand? Cassie, I was just... Uh-uh. No. Don't tell me what you were just. Don't ever do that again. Um, Jake, I think this is the point where you just say, yes, ma'am. Tobias said, in the thought speak that comes with being in a morph. I hung my head. Okay, Cassie. Sorry. Rachel whistled appreciatively. It's a new, tougher Cassie. I approve. I remember when she used to be so sweet, Marco said. I didn't know her voice could even sound like that. Plus, look, she now comes with a kung fu grip. Cassie ignored them. Instead, she gave me a private look just between the two of us. I knew what the look meant. It meant, I care about you. Don't be dumb. And the look I sent her meant, I know, I care about you too. Okay, I realize it sounds corny, but give me a break. We'd been through a lot, Cassie and I. And all of us. We'd grown pretty close. To me, Cassie is an amazing person. For one thing, she handles all kinds of responsibility. Her barn is actually the Wildlife Rehabilitation Clinic. Her parents are both veterinarians, and her dad runs the clinic as a way to help injured wild animals. Everything from seagulls to skunks. And Cassie helps with all the work, except for doing surgery. But I'll bet she could do that, too. As for how she looks, well, she's very pretty. Kind of short. She only comes up to my chin. But then, I'm fairly tall. 
But she's not one of those wimpy-looking short girls, you know? Not all prissy. She's strong-looking. Mostly, when I picture Cassie, I think of her wearing overalls and boots because of working in the barn so much. I guess most guys would say Rachel is prettier. Personally, I don't think of her that way because she's my cousin. But Rachel does look like some kind of blonde supermodel. Not that Rachel acts like Miss Fashion. Just the opposite. If there's danger, Rachel is right there. Usually a few steps ahead of anyone else. Marco says Rachel's enjoying it all. That she's actually glad about all that's happened in our lives since that night when we saw the Andalite's damaged spaceship land in the construction site. Marco refers to Rachel as Xena Warrior Princess. But that's Marco. For him, everything is a joke. Except for his family. Or what's left of it. Marco is small, with dark eyes and dark, long brown hair. Cassie says a lot of the girls at school think he's cute. I wouldn't know. Most of the time, Marco and I totally do not get along. He says I'm too serious. Personally, I think he's just a little too immature sometimes. We disagree about everything. He actually tries to tell me that college hoops are better than the NBA. Yeah, right. Please. What are you going to do with a guy like that? We get on each other's nerves a lot of the time. We're also best friends and have been since we were babies. I would do almost anything for Marco, and he would do the same for me. Of course, he'd complain the whole time. Oh man, can that guy complain when he wants to? The last member of our original group is Tobias. Tobias used to be this kind of sweet guy with wild blonde hair. A dreamy sort of person with a really terrible home life. Used to be. I glanced up at him. He was perched on a rafter overhead. He was preening his wing feathers, carefully combing them out with his beak. It's an amazing beak. It has a wicked, cruel-looking hook at the end. The better to tear open the mice and rats and other small animals he eats. Tobias is a red-tailed hawk. I guess... Maybe he will always be a red-tailed hawk. See, there's one problem with morphing. A time limit of two hours. If you stay in morph more than two hours, you stay forever. Which is why Rachel asked me, So, what's the rest of the story? How did you get out of the Roach Motel before the time was up? I notice you are human again. More or less, Marco added. I shrugged. Well, I sat there for a while, trying to squirm out, but it didn't work. I was stuck good. But it was okay, because as I sat there, I realized I could start to make sense of some of the vibrations I was hearing. Some of it was sound. People speaking. What people? Marco asked. My parents. My dad twisted his ankle playing tennis, which is why they'd come home early. They were the ones who'd gone into my room, looking for the ace bandage I have in my drawer. They were the ones who'd turned on the light. Anyway, what could I do? I wasn't about to get stuck in Roachmorph, and I could tell my parents were up in their bedroom. So I demorphed. Wait, weren't you behind the refrigerator? Tobias asked in thought speak. Yeah, and it was very tight. But as I grew, I could push the refrigerator out an inch at a time. Still, I thought I was going to suffocate back there. And then, just as I was getting human again, my mom walks in. That made them all lean forward. What? Cassie demanded. Your mom? 
What did she see? What did she say? Well, all she could see was my head. It was normal, fortunately. And what she asked me was, Jake, why are you back there? And while we're at it, why do you have the top of a roach motel stuck in your hair? Everyone got a good laugh out of that image. Marco was the first to stop laughing. He was looking at me kind of sideways, the way he does when he thinks I'm hiding something. Very funny and all, Jake, Marco said. But you haven't told us why you are morphing a roach. And don't give me that I was just trying it out routine. I stopped laughing. Sooner or later, I would have to tell them. I would have to tell them everything. Okay, look, I've learned something. For one thing, Tom is getting more important to the Yerks. I think now he's just below Chapman as a controller. Rachel gave a low whistle. Chapman is our assistant principal at school. He is also the most important controller we know about. Tom is careful about not letting my parents or me overhear anything suspicious, I said. But he does make phone calls using our phone sometimes. I've been checking the automatic redial when he's done, so I know some of the people he's calling. Marco laughed. <laughs> cool. Jake the super spy. Nice trick. And who is Tom calling? Tobias asked. Doctors. Five different doctors. I looked them up in the phone book. They all practice at the same hospital. The same wing of the hospital. At something called the Berman Clinic. Berman is one of the doctors Tom calls. It took a few minutes for the facts to sink in. Wait a minute, Rachel said. Are you saying the Yerks are running that hospital? Or at least a part of that hospital? Why would they want a hospital? I hesitated before answering. I wasn't sure my guess was right. Maybe I was just being paranoid. But Marco, who could teach a class in paranoia, had already figured it out, of course. Oh, man. They're going to use the hospital to infest host bodies. You check in to have your tonsils out or to have a cast put on your broken arm. You check out as a controller. 